It's such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. Yeah, it's just a little turnabout. It's a madhouse! A madhouse! Yeah, there seems to be some sort of communique. It's the Ty and Matt Show with Matt and Ty. Let's get some dirty. We're back during a yeah. quarantine. What a you know you, you know what's funny. This is a very Ty and Matt thing to do, which is go on hiatus, an unexplained, unplanned hiatus for three months. And it's inexplicably inexplicable. Okay, I tried. Yeah, inexplicably. We, we were practicing before the show, but we were. You know, it was all for want. Yeah. And then we came back, or all for not. I forget. Maybe I just misspoke and made myself sound like an ass. <laughs> anyway, a very Ty and Matt for us to. <laughs> Uh, go away, but then come back in the midst of a global pandemic. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, it's the most time at thing you can do because we'll come back and we're going to, I think we can solve this thing. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll probably come up with some ideas, but it's also that we're playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers because everyone else is podcasting, you know, so we're like, you know what? Everyone's podcasting. We'll take a break. Now quarantine yeah. people are going to have to reassess things and we're like you know what that's when we're going to come right in and we're going to take over i want to be the first podcasters to test positive for the coronavirus you could probably make that happen that's the kind of publicity that kind of gets a podcast to go viral no pun intended yeah i mean i mean ty I, that's not the worst idea i've ever heard i i didn't want to be- tell you but i've been like licking every handrail i've seen yeah. Okay, well, you know, and I respect the grind because I, I can tell you thought of this because because we would get publicity. Most people pre-produce right? by just like writing some things out. I'm just trying to catch a virus. Yeah, well, and and it, and this is the best virus that you you could catch because you're a young, healthy dude. Yeah, I'll bounce back. I mean, it, it, the old people would. in my apartment building probably going to suffer a drastic death, but they would not be happy. Yeah, but they'll have Nor a good podcast to listen to on the way out. That's the thing. Be like, hey. I got some heat for my podcast. You should be happy for me. In fact, it's rude of you to not be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of retweets on this episode, so yeah, kind of a congrats the, would be needed. Download numbers off the charts. <laughs> we might, In fact, we might be able to start advertising Casper mattresses. It went that well. Oh, my God. That is... Or like a Ridge wallet. Can they stop can us? Only, can, can we, we just help. like... Can we just... Can we just do it? Like, hey, hey guys, thanks for listening to Ty and... <laughs> <laughs> what a way to like it, it totally defeat the purpose of of, of shilling for things yeah, I know. Paying you. <laughs> like, we're, yeah i know we're just so desperate we're like hey ridge wallet best wallet you can have you know ty i heard it's rfid blocking <laughs> you know not all wallets are rfid blocking yeah it literally stops scammers in their tracks if you have a ridge wallet on you there's literally a negative chance that you'll get the coronavirus <laughs> just false information. They get like sued on our false information. We're just sitting here like yeah. coronavirus. I mean, some people say they they need blue chew. Cor- uh, fucking, what am I even saying right now? Rich wallet is all of that in one. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm plugging like, like the virus, the Ridge wallet, and blue chew. What the fuck did chew. I just do in like ten seconds? How to Ridge wallet? You could you can link all these podcasts. Like it's funny what what companies have decided that podcasting is like their main. 
Like that's how we're gonna advertise. Cause and everyone knows him at this point. It's like it's Casper, it's Bridgewall, it's Blue Shutterfly. It's Shutterfly. It used it used to be Sherry's Berries was every single Sherry's Berries. Which is one of my favorite business. You don't remember Sherry's Berries back in the day? No, I don't remember. Oh, that was one of the early ones, my friend. I'm I'll be honest. I just like to contribute to the podcast magic. Yeah. But uh well, you know, I'm not start. I'm not the most avid listener. To to this podcast or any podcast? <laughs> Well, especially not this podcast. <laughs> yeah, most people, most people aren't. I can tell you, I got numbers. Uh, but no, I, I'm surprised you don't remember Sherry's Berries. It was a, it was a whole business built around chocolate covered strawberries. Really? It's yeah. It seems like a narrow thing to focus on, but they did it and they advertised on po- big podcasts too, like the Adam Carolla Show. And well, I mean, back in the, the day, like, like I feel like it was probably ten cents an ad just to get on a podcast. Probably, probably it's probably it probably costs what radio costs now. Yeah, like small town radio. I look. If anyone wants to advertise on Time Out, we're open for. I don't care who you are. We'll do it yeah. for as cheap as you want to go. I mean, yeah, you don't have to send the product. I will lie through my teeth. Do we? Are we? Do we have to follow the payola laws? Payola is that? What is that? Like, like, like in um, in uh, radio, you're not allowed to like. They can't just give you stuff and then have you be like, "Yeah, this is great." Like, y- you know what I mean? I hope not, because I would love Blue Chew to send me a pill to test during the show. Just chewable boner pills. <laughs> just, yeah, it'll be. A, yeah, it'll be boner a, cast. Because <laughs> who? I mean, no one's advertised it like that. Like, how long into the podcast before it's like, guys, we'll be right back. Yeah, it'd be funny. We'd, we'd have to say we would do that. But we'd set up a, another microphone pointed at your wang <laughs> just just to make sure just like the full effect. You'd be in stereo. Blue chew boner pill. One hundred percent stereo sound. A blue chew <laughs> yeah. ad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like some weird ADR you, thing that Blue Chew is trying to like push. That's right. You, you'll know that there have been problems if that episode is more than four hours. Yeah. You'll listen to the gentle rub of jeans. <laughs> i'm an asmr podcast yeah i i mean at this point we probably lost anyone that would want to advertise on ty and matt probably yeah we have a habit of doing that <laughs> so of course uh sure anyone listening uh to this would know i mean we talked about it up front we're in the middle of a pandemic we are how has your quarantining been going well first off i want to acknowledge that Mm-hmm. Yes, there are a lot of like new podcasts coming out because okay. this is all people can do now. Yeah. Which is a sad way to describe a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all you can do now. It's all you can do. Um, so I do want to advertise one little fact is that Ty and Matt oh, yeah. was the original quarantine podcast. You, you know what? You're right. We used to call it a nomadic way. podcast, but this is actually, I think, the better angle is the first quarantine podcast because you're all the way in Pennsylvania and what I looks am. like uh, a doomsday prepper basement. Yeah, it kind of looks like um, Buffalo Bill's basement from Silence of the Lambs. I'll give yeah. you that. It looks like um, at any point someone's going to ask for you to put lotion on your skin. Yeah. One year. Uh, and I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia, where it's like almost the it's the epicenter of Georgia. Uh, yeah. I live in the county that has the most cases of COVID-19, and then I drive to the county to work that has the second most cases of COVID-19. So I nice. probably already have COVID-19. You might. Yeah, there, there's statistically pretty good odds in that. 
isn't the CDC in Atlanta, or am I just thinking of a Walking Dead episode? No, it's a, it's in Atlanta. That's good then. That should make you feel good. Yeah, like, the people who are supposed to... to control this are are are, are really on well, top. Well, all of it. the samples of the virus come here. Okay. Which seems like a really uh, cliche way to begin any horror film. Yeah. It's like some clumsy doctor accidentally knocks over the vial because he's been staying staying in late at the office, the CDC yeah. office. It, it, it blows my mind that they're even able to contain a virus like that in the first place. Like, it seems like such a difficult thing to do and, like, make sure you're doing it right. Because <laughs> if it escapes, you can't see it on, like, the security cameras. You don't see it, like, walking yeah. out of the door and you can't walk around with, like, a, a microscope. No, well, you for, could, like, you'd look you'd look like an ass but corona you, i'm looking for the coronavirus <laughs> or did, did, what did i oh what's that was a telescope just some guy walk i was looking i was looking through a microscope ty you couldn't see my other hand was oh sorry cradling oh, the yeah, bottom there, of no, the, there it is absolutely which i believe is called a stage i believe that part of the microscope is called a stage a st- okay uh ap bio boys and girls which is the- tested out of biology in college not a big deal yeah well colleges are going to be obsolete soon I mean, at this point, they are. You know how many students like, are finding out not. college is useless? All of them. Like, so many people paid so much money in tuition just to find out, like, oh, I could have done this at home. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it is going to be tough to convince people. Yeah, it's going to be tough to convince people to go back. Like, we can just do it this way now. It worked fine. Yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, the gym's cool, but I could just stay at yeah. home and watch watch this on Zoom. Yeah, I'll just show up for the football games every other Saturday and then. No, yeah, put the, the football experience. games on Zoom as well. That's true. We could do that. I'd like it. You wouldn't have to pay. That's going to be our post quarantine society that we're heading towards. It's everything's going to be on Zoom. Everything's on Zoom. Everything's on yeah. Zoom. It's actually our new central government will be Zoom. They will determine the interest rates to everything. Yeah. At any point, Trump will have to bow out to Zoom. And it like there'll be no central figure that's a part of Zoom. It's just gonna be the logo, yeah, and just an ominous <laughs> voice behind it. Yeah, and then we we just start like worshiping it, <laughs> like bowing down to Zoom, Zoom, the Almighty Zoom. What is what is it? Zoom. Zoom? It's it's a perfect word to uh, to do that to like to it's like that alien with. thing. Zoom. Zoom dot us. It even sounds kind of like uh like something you get a Trojan virus from. Or a yeah, coronavirus it, from? It really does sound like a sketchy website. Um, they're not going to be sponsoring this podcast anytime soon at the rate we're going. Yeah. I mean, we, we've uh, kind of tied them in with like a conspiracy of starting the coronavirus to boost the Zoom sales. Not Yeah, probably not the, the greatest way to, uh, to attract potential advertisers. But we are the original quarantine podcast. So that we are. We have that. What, what have you done other than grow this wonderful quarantine beard? I want yeah, everyone uh, to follow you on Instagram listening to this just to yeah. see this incredible. The beard's great. Beard's great. I'll, they can hear it right now. Ready? Right. That's pretty good right there. You know, we're not right. going to be sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. No. And we wouldn't want them. We'd say or manscaping sand. or any of the fucking. Uh, well, they don't do beards yeah. or anything, right? They're just... No, no, no. Dollar Shave Club is face. But manscaped everything else. else. Okay. We'll leave that up to you. It's funny. Dude, you realize a couple minutes ago we talked ad nauseum about boners, but neither of us want to say shave your b****. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we're trying to dance. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. Yeah, we probably should. That's extra like editing work on my part. Oh, I'm sorry. Or excuse me, our team of editors' parts. Yes, our interns. (laughs) All right. I, I, I feel I feel good that we have this going for us now. The the only nomadic podcast kind of sounded like we were kind of like, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like a choice of our sales pitch. It was just kind of like circumstance of like, hey, you know what's great about us? We're in different yeah. parts of the country. But yeah. now it's like it's almost uh noble. Well we we sound like heroes now because we've been quarantining since we started doing this iteration of the podcast back in what, August, September? Uh yeah. Something around then? Yeah. So so we're trying to save the world right now. We've been trying to save the world since August. Ty and Matt. That's the Ty and Matt guarantee. Yeah. It sounds works for me. The, I mean if the Ty and Matt quarantine guarantee now sponsored by Zoom.us. Sounds it really rolls off the tongue. <laughs> you know it's a bummer well, coronavirus. You know it's awesome? Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's the way you would put it. It's a bummer. It's, real it's like there's not a stronger, stronger, stronger way of putting it. It's just a bummer. Hey, I, you I, know what? A really harsh, your mellow coronavirus. You know what kind of blows right now? Not going outside in groups more than ten. Yeah, you know, I keep. I hear people sometimes they're like, "You can't go outside." I'm like, "You're allowed to go outside." It's not like flying around, raining down from the trees. Well, it hasn't helped my commute at all. Like, there's all this talk of, like, you know, everything's falling apart and, like, the, uh, you know, the very structure of our economy is imploding. But then I drive home from work and it's just the same amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the the, uh, pictures of beaches? Oh, the spring breakers uh, in Florida? Florida. Yeah. I've never been more proud. You know what? They they're idiots because because it's like we need to stop this thing. But if you have this the amount of money that most college students have, which is not much, and you book this this trip to Florida, yeah, god damn it, you're going. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I, I kind of get that. God damn it, you're going. Yeah, yeah. Which We're is making, a great time to happening. announce our new sponsor, visitflorida.com. Have you That's tried right. to get away lately? Does this virus have you down? How about you come to the Sunshine State, get in some water, find a pretty yeah, girl. If you're gonna get sick, at least be warm. At least be tan. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to look fucking sickly. You don't want to look disgusting no. with COVID nineteen. No, you want to be bronze. No, yeah, you, you don't want to be sick and pale. Yeah. That would be hard. You know, it pairs well with coronavirus, skin What's cancer. That? Um. No. I know. We just like we that just had, got sad. We had visitflorida.com like that, yeah. and then I fucking blew it so quick. Oh, now why he gotta go say that? Uh I don't. I'm gonna reach out. What's what is it? Uh, Rick DeSantis. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Good job. Hey, don't say I didn't do my research. Are you doing pre-pro for the show? I mean, I, I didn't didn't expect the governor of Florida to come up. I, I mean, I don't know if I would have remembered it. So glad you saved us. Can we tweet at him with the show and ask if he can the visitflorida.com can sponsor us? I'm sure. And if he's on Twitter, just reading mentions from random podcasts in this situation. That's your homework for anyone listening. For anyone listening to Ty and Matt right now, if you can get us visit Florida to uh visitflorida.com let me get the full name in there uh, before i blow it anymore visitflorida.com to sponsor us we will absolutely send you a free test kit for the coronavirus and we do have them 
And it says Tide Macho on the on the bottle. Yeah, you know why we've we ran out because we stockpiled all of them. We're like the yeah. hand sanitizer guy. We bought all the COVID nineteen tests. <laughs> the, the negative test. If it's negative, it it shows a picture of us giving thumbs up, like <laughs> smiling, like yeah, you're good. Uh, if it's if it's positive, uh, we're like mm, sad yeah, it's, like, it's just the emoji. We didn't like, even bother taking a picture. We didn't even want to be close to you. No. It's a generic no. sad face. Yeah, there, emoji. there's nothing on it. There's nothing on it, and that's to simulate us. It's just <laughs> a call ourselves in from with you. a parenthetical sad face. One of the old school ones. <laughs> yeah. The old emoji. We hit two buttons. It just says bummer. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. Uh, you know it's not a bummer though, Matthew? What's that? Our well, I say this as if I didn't just do an interview with Billy. <laughs> and it was a he didn't have a lot of enthusiasm for the band, but let me tell you. It was a pretty interesting interview. It was a good interview. I, I, I feel like this is the first podcast we'll need video for, because we we have something better than a Bigfoot sighting. We ha- we have, <laughs> we have, <laughs> we have longtime girlfriend Shelby Page that just thought it was a good time to just take a shirt off during our recording, not knowing that we were recording a podcast. You would have thought me talking into a microphone. Would have been the telltale sign that with no one answering back that she can hear audibly. <laughs> she just I I'll be honest, Matt, when I'm not doing this with you, I'm just practicing. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's just, just working on mic technique. Yeah, it's mic, all about the grind. Yeah. It's like, you know, working on that. that's a lot of breath work, you know, not try not to do a lot of the <sighs> That's right. Working on your plosives. Yeah. You know. Talking across the microphone, not into it. That's a rookie mistake. So I guess um, technically on this, we had three guests on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Billy and, and a pair of tits. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a band, too. Billy and, Billy and the Billy pair, and of t- pair of tits. Actually, you know what? Billy, if you listen back to this, ditch the like mic and just go solo. <laughs> Just have two guys with you in the back. <laughs> Billy and the pill. That, that way. Ty and Matt now shows, sponsored by Billy and the pair of tits. At shows, people have to come up. They're like, are you Billy? And the guy has to be like, no, I'm one of the tits. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a tit. I'm a- <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I feel yeah. happy with this intro. Yeah, it was solid by our standards. <laughs> Ty and Matt uh, now sponsored by visitflorida.com. Rick, Rick DeSantis can back me up on that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, is this his first time? It is his first time on this show. Guys, give it up for Billy Willig. And here we are with Billy Willig. Billy, what is going on? Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, Not much. Man, yeah, just, uh, you know, just quarantining and interviewing, man. That's right. Yeah, I'm quarantined over here. Yeah. How's how's that going? How's the quarantine life for you? Uh, it sucks because I can't do comedy shows. Uh, but I'm playing a lot of video games. I, I feel like I should have introduced you a, a little better. I, I, I totally fucked that up. So Billy Willick is a stand-up comedian here in Atlanta, Georgia. You're, you're also, I mean, do, like a punk rocker? Is that like a... A bassist? How do you want me to describe your music side of things? Yeah, I play bass in a pop punk band. How's that going for you? Uh, all our shows are canceled <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, I figured it was about the same. 
So if there wasn't a global pandemic, how would things be going? Pretty good. Uh, we would there we, go. we would be playing at Smith's Old Bar <laughs> and then Laughing Skull, Punchline. And we had a show lined up in Augusta for the band that's now donezo. Yikes. But guess what? You know what? You're making a comeback. You're here on the Ty and Matt show. Nice consolation nice. prize. <laughs> yeah. It's almost it's almost doing stand up comedy. There is a microphone. Just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it's Absolutely. funny. And a and a lousy audience. Yeah. My whole life revolved around like group gatherings. <laughs> but through <laughs> a music and comedy, it's like everything I did every day involved everyone being in a large group. Are you are you a sociable guy or is it just because the nature of these like things you're doing forces you around people? Yeah, no, I don't think I really knew what I was getting into. I just saw like rock stars and thought they looked cool and wanted to do that. Well, how long were you in a band? Uh, it'll be nine years. Okay. Oh, fuck. Wow. Oh, my God. So, this summer. Wait, how old were you when you started rocking out? I hate that I just said uh, that. <laughs> let's see. I was the, it was right after graduating high school. Like, we graduated and then that summer we started. Like Mike, and uh, that, is that the name of the band? Like Mike? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. Mike, like the movie with a little bow wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a classic pop punk reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, especially in 2020. <laughs> yeah, at the time, like this dude who worked at Swayze's, our home venue, was like, uh. I want to start a pop punk band called Like Mike. And we were like, well, we're starting a pop punk band and we don't have a name. <laughs> so the two plans came together yeah. to form a common vision. Yeah, it's a cool name. There's a European DJ with the same name, which kind of screws us up. Is it really Like Mike? Oh, yeah. Who, who's doing better yeah. music? Oh, he's got like thousands of followers. Have you run into any actual difficulties like that? Because there have been cases... You know, where a band in the United States and a band in Europe have the same name, and usually one has to go like you guys might have to become like like Mike USA or something like that. Yeah, which we, always sounds weird. We didn't know because at first his act was only associated with another DJ, so they were Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. So there was no Like Mike page, and then they blew up, and now he has his own page. Yeah, I'm starting uh, to see that uh, Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. Yeah, at first it was just that's all it was was they were together. They have a picture of your band being run over by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> we we tweeted at that guy before and he's responded just like, "Ha ha, cool band name." So, but did did part of you hope that, that that interaction would become a thing just to kind of get more publicity? I just didn't want to get sued. Oh, that's whatever. a good point too. Yeah, now, cuz now you're on his radar. And like it was hard to distinguish our two Spotify pages at first on their end. So <laughs> when you would look us up, it would have all our music, but the like top played songs would be his songs. Oh boy. Okay. Was that ever like deflating to know that like someone's rocking like Mike a little bit harder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, they're over there in Europe and we're over here. So do you ever uh, have you like, do you think like anyone's ever accidentally gone to one of your shows thinking like, Oh, I guess he's not with Dimitri Vegas anymore. Well, 
We shipped a t-shirt to Germany one time, and I think uh, he might have been on the wrong <laughs> website. Oh, God. All right, that's fair. It, yeah. That doesn't, I don't feel like it would typically be Germans that would be making that sort of mistake, but that's the only explanation. <laughs> unless, unless, like, hey, you guys ever see the documentary Searching for Sugar Man? I know Ty has. Um, you could be huge in Germany. You could be like David Hasselhoff and not even realize it. Yeah, the thing is, we're just, we don't have any fans in Atlanta. How the hell are we going to have <laughs> fans in Germany? Well, okay. The internet's a crazy you thing. You have so much cynicism, but, uh, okay, I, I'm interested to hear this. What do you prefer? Do you have a preference towards uh, stand-up or music? Uh, No, I don't have a preference because I didn't even know, like, when I was, when we were doing the band, I thought I was getting out there, you know, playing shows once a week, twice a week or something. Like I thought I was doing pretty good out in the world. And then I started doing stand up and it was like, if you're not on a show, it's open mic every night, like every single night. Oh, so totally. It kind of filled that gap for me that I was missing. Okay. How long have you done stand up? About five years oh. or so. Okay. So technically, <laughs> but you've, you've toured with both have you've toured with the band and you've also done like stand up comedy tours. Yeah. And sometimes I'll do open mics if I'm out with the band and uh, we have an off day or something. What are, what are like, have you ever, no, oh, no, sorry, no, you, you, you take it, take it. No, I was just going to say, have you ever had anyone that's been like at both a like Mike show, like when you guys were in town and then you hit an open mic and they're like, wait, aren't you the bass player from like Mike? Uh, no, that's never happened to me out of town. It happens okay. to me sometimes when I'm doing stand up around town, uh, in Atlanta. I do have a, a funny story though. Um, we were playing a show in Chapel Hill, North Carolina at the local 506 with like Mike. And I was outside talking to the sound guy who I found out was the owner. And we got on the subject to stand up. He was like, you should go down to this comedy club. It's like a block down the road and talk to them. They might put you up. So I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, people say that all the time. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, go down there and talk to them right now. And I was like, okay, like, what could it hurt? I went down there and talked to him and uh, they were like, yeah, we have an open mic after this show that's about to end. So I went back to the local 506 and gathered up like everyone at the show that I could. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna go do stand up at this open mic. And then like, I'm down there waiting, signing up on the list. And right before the show starts, like <laughs> 15 people from the show down the road come walking in. And I was like the hero of the open mic. <laughs> Cause now they all had an audience. That's right. The guy who brings the audience is always the most popular. <laughs> and you said you didn't have fans. That's like, that's a literal following. Ah, yeah. Well, it was four of the guys were in my band, and then <laughs> five of them were in the band we were on tour with. It never makes a difference, at least in stand-up. Like, with, you know, I mean, even with my show, I'm just like, you know, even if there's just comics in the room, it looks like we have a room. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hey, you've seen my friends come out to shows and stuff. Like, that's all I care about. If my friends laugh at it, then I know that I at least have something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I would hope they're they're your bandmates. If it is, they're like, 
I like what's the difference between like touring with music and touring with comedy? Like, is there any kind of difference or is it the same bullshit? It, um, it's much harder to tour with a band because you have to load all your gear and all your guys into one vehicle. So you really need a van and then you need to decide how much gear you're bringing because you might need a trailer. And then if you have a trailer, if you have to go to New Jersey or New York city or something, the tolls on a trailer are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, and then you have to find a place to sleep, whether it's floor space or sleep, Sleeping in the van, it's much easier for me to hit the road doing comedy and sleep in my Honda CRV by myself. <laughs> yeah, you just have one person to manage, and it's you versus yeah. you know like four or five other guys and tons of gear that has a tendency to get stolen. You hear stories all the time about bands oh, getting yeah. their gear taken from them. For Did sure, gear taken. I, I knock on wood. I've never had gear stolen at a show. I'm pretty like on the ball. As soon as I'm done playing, I load my gear into the van. And then we usually have someone like watching the van or mm -hmm. taking turns going back to the van. Because I think a lot of times people get gear stolen from someone at the show, watching them, seeing that they're not really paying attention and then calling their friends and being like, yo, these guys aren't paying attention roll up here it's the red van just break in mm -hmm. like that's what i think happens is there's someone at the show watching those guys it, it yeah not, that makes sense not generally just someone walking by and like hey there's a van full of instruments i'm just gonna do off with those yeah but at the same time like uh if you live in that area and you're like oh this place does shows every night and there's a bunch of dumbass kids bands i could easily break into any van probably <laughs> yeah so so it sounds like comedy is the winner here <laughs> comedy's pretty great man i do love it i get more nervous doing comedy do you really i well i can actually i can totally understand that i feel like with a band it's more like improv like we can hide behind as a group you know you get lost in the crowd yeah. a little bit but stand-up is like okay uh this is bad and i have nothing but myself <laughs> to save myself yeah, I can't wait. I can't let my guitar player rip a solo or something. Well, it'd be great if you could. Like, if something wasn't going well, a new bit. <laughs> All right, guitar solo. Ladies and gentlemen, water. Ricky Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I'm going to start bringing a guitar player to all the open mics. If I start bombing, just, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Ricky Sanchez. Yeah, that's going to be a very tired <laughs> guitarist, <laughs> Billy. Yeah. Hey, you, you get looks if you bring your own guitar, but if you bring another guy with a guitar to go up on stage with you, it's like, <laughs> might, might, he doesn't might say be, anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's not there. He's not a musical comic. You're a comic who just happened to bring a musician with him. As a safety net, it's a little different. <laughs> now, I, now as, hold, hold as far as writing... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Ted. no, oh my God. yeah, yeah, we're, we're yeah. In... Matt, can you please step oh, off yeah. for a second here? <laughs> I'm just gonna run upstairs and get a drink. No, you're. <laughs> it's fine. I don't uh, like. I, I've always wanted to ask this. I, I maybe I have asked this of you before, but with stand up, this is how I feel. Stand up, you could do incredible. You could do uh, okay. Let me start on the music. Music, you could be subpar the whole time. Everyone's kind of impressed. But stand up, you could literally hit all your beats perfectly, kill. 
and there's always a guy that's going to look at you and go like, well, I could have done that. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I just, I don't, I, I've always felt that way. I could play something so fucking dumb on a piano and I'm no accomplished pianist. I can play anything like clocks and someone's just kind of like, oh, wow, that's great, dude. That's great. But if you do yeah. a joke that could literally murder a room, there's always some kid that's like, well, I could have done better. Well, that's absolutely think of, true. <laughs> think, think about the dude at the party who, who breaks out an acoustic guitar and plays three chords. And just has like everyone with their jaws Have on. Have you the guys floor, heard just, of like, Wonderwall? Exactly, exactly. Wonderwall's like a panty dropper, man. Doesn't how yeah. many? <laughs> That's how right. many? It's got to be in everyone's repertoire. How many, yeah, I was about to say, how many guys are learning Wonderwall now that they have all this time off? Dude, Rocksmith twenty fourteen. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can tell you, I grew up playing guitar and taking lessons, and the thing I learned was if the, your sole reason, if your sole reason for playing guitar is to get girls don't waste your time actually practicing guitar like learn a couple chords and end it i got into like trying to learn music theory and playing arpeggios and scales and shit and they don't care at all in fact it goes in the other direction if we could be if we could graph it it would be very interesting to see how like you know limit no guitar knowledge no girls it's a bell curve some guitar knowledge all the girls but then it, it drops off exponentially law of diminishing returns you have to learn (laughs) just the right just the right amount Mm-hmm. Learn Wonderwall. There's a sweet spot. Um, maybe like one Blink-182 song. Well, what? depends on how That's you're dressed. One. Okay, that is true. <laughs> Do a Post Malone you, song now. If you got like chains hanging off with the black jeans with the holes in the knees and like a, like a mesh tank top on, then they want to see you shred some scales. Yeah, it's true. True. They want to hear those girls hear are going to know you're faking it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a good point. If you if you show up with like teased hair, looking like Eddie Van Halen, and you start breaking out, let's see, uh, "Smoke on the Water," <laughs> followed by a rousing rendition of "Wonderwall." Yeah, they're going to be skeptical of, of uh, your actual abilities. Are you? Are you? Do you, Do you think that girls are more interested in you because you do music? Does that ever like play uh, a part in it? Are you like, because that's kind of like, you know, the stereotype, the guy that's in the band, the musician, that's like totally between girlfriends all the time. For sure. You definitely have to stand out. I mean, I did meet my girlfriend through like the music scene. So. She won't listen to this. Yeah, probably not. But <laughs> it was, I did meet her at shows or through friends who I met at shows. So, but I think it's mostly confidence. If you're confident, you, you say that, but there's not. I, I don't know. I know very few comedians that are getting laid ever, and they can appear that's very true. confident on stage. But there's just something about it that's just like, eh. That was fun. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what it. Yeah, it probably is easier to get laid playing music. Not gonna lie. I mean, it's just something about it. I'm taking this time to like quit comedy. Like I'm really trying to like explore some piano now. Don't be a musician. Nah, dude. Why? <laughs> what? what you have so much cynicism towards music. What is happening here? That path leads only to ruin. I mean, nine years later, and you have a German fan. I think there's some kind of positivity <laughs> here. Do you know how many German fans this podcast has? None. <laughs> Ty, Ty, I would. Li- I would kill for a German. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, his name would be Hans. If you actually, your German fan is probably. If I Hans, had one German, like 
I, I don't even know what yeah if i had one german person i was trying to think of like the like correct term thinking like person would get us in hot water like i don't want to like uh if i had one german person reach out and just say like i would be a lifelong fan if you got rid of matt right now it would be the tie show tomorrow yeah 100 percent and i would understand yeah. it i would understand that there's a classy there's yeah. a classy touch to having european fans that's right but there's definitely a spillover of uh, people who, like a lot of the people I met through music and became friends with now follow my comedy and really enjoy mm -hmm. it. So that was really nice. Like, I don't think doing these open mics really leads to any new fans at all. Why would you ever think that? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Because like, when you play a show with the band, you kind of you meet some people, you make some friends and stuff. And usually, if you make friends at a comedy show, it's just with the other comics. Yeah, usually. I mean, it's just hard. Comedy, you kind of need the uh, social proof ahead of time. Like, you need credits. Yeah. You know, I mean,. You need like some kind of like Netflix or Viceland or Comedy Central next to your name. And then all of a sudden people are like, wow, can, you know, let's get you on Instagram or whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> I wouldn't know. No, no one's coming up to me after any show going like, oh, my God, like I'm a lifelong fan. Yeah. Uh, has anyone ever taken a picture with you? Uh, Yeah, it. It was actually at an open mic, as weird as it was. You remember it feel, man? at the uh, the Apache Cafe, um, you know, rest in peace. I th they moved locations. They don't do the open mic anymore. But uh, I remember I was so nervous, um, and I, I went up there, and then these, like, group of girls were like, you are the best tonight. And then they took, like, a selfie with me, and that was probably the peak of my comedy career. And that was, like four months in did, did they did you get tagged in the picture no anymore? i've been i've every morning i wake up and i spend an hour looking for that photo <laughs> today's the day i, I will find i've it. been chasing that high for longer than i'd like to admit i started a show it's, just to get pictures taken of me <laughs> yeah some solid pictures of that show, by the way. I've seen well, them. It's all, well, yeah. it's Shelby. Some solid Shelby. action it's, shots. It's, it's, I, I have to pay my girlfriend just to take those photos. It's not. I got a great video from Ngozi, who had just happened to be on the show from fifth place recently. That that could be tough to do. Fifth place could be a very uh, interesting crowd, which is a great time to plug the show. Fifth place comedy show canceled this month. Uh, but usually <laughs> last Thursday every month at five paces in. Billy, how many times have you done uh, Fifth Place? Uh, three or four. Well, how would you describe that show? I feel like I've been the only one ever to talk about it because I have to host it. It's a show in Buckhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. The geographic location and what it is. It's, it's a ringing endorsement. It's the, best it's the best show on a Thursday night in Buckhead. It is it no it is the best show in Buckhead because <laughs> while I love Hole in the Wall, there's usually like no one in that bitch. Oh, and if there are, they just want to see you fail so bad. Yeah, that is a very hostile crowd. If you ever come, I'll say this <laughs> about Fifth Place: Ty and Shelby and Lakin do a lot of work promoting it, and there's always people, and they're always ready to laugh. And so you can't complain about a show like that. That's a comic trying to get booked again. 
<laughs> and succeeding. It's the truth. <laughs> Shelby, Shelby, did you just take your shirt off and walk across? <laughs> I'm so- Billy, Billy's not on camera. <laughs> Okay. I'm not. Oh. I'm not even oh looking God. at my screen. Uh, to be a visual podcast. Oh my God! Can we have the, <laughs> the confusion I want, I on want everyone. the video for this because, like, hey, if it's any consolation, I was not looking. All right, Billy, you're both again. Matt, you're kicked off the show. Sorry. Oh my God! I. You know what's funny is like I'm like looking at the corner of my screen and I'm like. Does she not have? That's not normally like, there. She has no shirt on. And then, and then there's a split second. I'm like, did Matt see that? The slow, the, the slow turnaround you did was one of the, fun, <laughs> the funniest things. It, it looked like any oh like uh, like movie where someone's hold like, on, on. what do you say, Shelby? If we put that in the episode, like the audio or the video? No, come on, at least the audio. <laughs> this is look in another month you're we're all going to be webcam girls that's the only way to make money in this market just, <laughs> just tell her you're not putting it in she's not going to listen i know <laughs> that's true all right like and don't this isn't like a group thing now <laughs> so it might it might be up to me now to get the, the show back on track um, yeah so... the podcast listeners are going to be so confused after yeah this. well um, whether it's in there, whether it's in or not in, they're gonna so, be so confused. You might lose. Well, people. the thumbnail for the show will absolutely be Shelby's tits <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the, oh my god, that was the funniest thing. It was right after Billy gave like a glowing review to the like to her professionalism. That's just another point, man. That's another star. Oh my god, for me it was kind of like a a Bigfoot sighting because I'm just like. I thought I saw, but I really had to like double check it. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that was my rat because I'm like I, I'm like Ty's got. Billy, I'm sorry, you're not I, the I was... guest anymore. Like it is, we found we found a better angle on this episode. Shelby's the guest. You go in the Howard Stern route. Yeah, absolutely. I, at any second, I'm gonna start throwing hot dogs at her. Baba Booey. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I don't. What were we saying? Your fucking failing music career or something? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the gist of it is music sucks. <laughs> Comedy There's is been, awesome. You haven't said a positive thing about your band since we started this podcast. And I was no, so, it's a lot of fun. It just it eats all my money, and I get nothing out of you it. You know, the way you feel about your band is how I feel about Fifth Place. I'm just like people are like it must be so awesome to have a show. You're booked every month. And all I think about is all the money that goes in the Facebook ads, which at this point feels like a wishing well. Like I just throw a hundred dollars in it and I'm like, please bring people. Yeah. This time, this time it'll work. Uh, it just takes time. I mean, look at star bar. I, I know like, this is like the most like uh locals only podcast we've ever done. Matt's not even from, he doesn't live in Atlanta. He lives up in no. Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. In the sticks of Pennsylvania. I'm just nodding. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, Starbar. Yeah, he's like, Starbar. yeah, Starbar sounds like a great time. Yeah, so- sounds awesome. Sounds like better than anything we have here. We got a Starbucks a couple months ago, and that was a big deal. <laughs> it was a big deal. Have you approached here. him for an open mic yet? 
Yeah. That could turn into something. Have to. Yeah. It could. What, it really what could. part of Pennsylvania are you in? Central near Hershey. Have you played have you played something there, Billy? I've played like Pittsburgh. Right. Uh, well, anyone can play Pittsburgh, but if you if you play Hershey, you can play Hershey. You know who did play Hershey? <laughs> like Mike and Dimitri Vegas. I slept in Scranton one time. <laughs> oh yeah, they probably did play Hershey. Did they wait? Did they play without you for a period? Uh, no, I mean like Mike and Dimitri Vegas. Oh, the the actual <laughs> like Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I had a question when it came to uh, to writing. Obviously, you're writing your own stand-up. Um, but do you, do you also write music for Like Mike? Um, on the last album, I didn't write much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a co-writer on that album, and he was really super crazy Bill, good. Billy, Billy, I will pay yeah. you $50 if you just give a little bit of enthusiasm towards your band. well no i mean i had a great time in the studio we recorded with uh this guy chris paquette and uh he was really amazing we spent two weeks in rhode island shacked up in his house in his basement with like cots and like blankets and stuff and uh we started just like every single day from start to finish was sitting there writing and recording a record and i think it's our best one yet it's called uh my best friend's living room it's on spotify and apple music and itunes shameless plug i was gonna say there we go that sounds like a plug oh man it's all about here you're gonna get a lot of family and friends tuning into some like mike music yeah we uh we put it out this past year and uh it was the first time we've ever done anything like that. All our other albums have been recorded at EST Audio in Atlanta. And uh, so it was really a new experience for us to just like sit down and create a record in two weeks. And mm-hmm. we did it. And I was really proud of us at the end because we got along the whole time and we didn't fight at all. Do you guys have any it, bad drama? Not really. Oh, that's why you guys aren't taking off. You need like band drama. Yeah, one thing that's rare is we've had all five of the same members since we started the band. That for nine years? Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Not everyone goes on tour at the same time. Like we get fill-ins and stuff, but do you need a for pianist? The most part, <laughs> we really need a, a touring drummer who's down to go whenever. So we have a few, but it's always like that's, just a pain to fine. find a fill-in that's drummer. Segue out of my question. That's uh, yeah. Ty's like, well, if you ever play clocks by clocks, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you ever play the first ten seconds of Fur Elise, a lot of pop punk bands used to have synthesizers. Dude, I have a synth. I have a little Korg mini log. Analog. Nice. Son. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's got yeah. a nice warm sound. That'd be sick. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think like I, I want to start like a solo project, but then I just think about how much work it would be. And that's how I feel I every time someone's like, you should start another <laughs> show. And then I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Every time I'm always like, yeah, actually, I should start another show. And then I think of everything I do. And I'm like, no, I couldn't. At this point, you couldn't pay me to just do another show. Yeah, no, I think it'll take off, though, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, as long as we keep our 10 dedicated people that show up. <laughs> hey, man, you can still have shows in this quarantine. I'd, uh, 
that's just what keep I was it under 10 people. That's what I wanted to keep yeah. having shows, but it's just, uh, stream them on Facebook. You guys have a Facebook. We page. should have like, I thought about doing it. I thought about running it, but I just, part of me kind of figured that like the Atlanta comedy scene would probably crucify me. Cause there's people that actually depend on their income coming from shows and they canceled theirs. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, I mean, I don't have a reason to do this, but I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I think you could stream a show, but you'd have to d- delete the video right after. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Oh, you, that's true. Delete. People are working on new stuff. Like when you go live on Facebook, it, you can either save the video or just delete it. Oh, just, yeah, we could delete it. Honestly, I mean, I might have. Such a pain. I, I might ask five paces if they'd be down. It's a pain to coordinate that with comics because some comics will just be like, oh, no, absolutely not. I know. Okay, this is a lot of insider baseball. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any touring tips? Like, what what would you recommend someone like fucking hitting the road, ready to do some stand up comedy, or ready to do some music, and they're like ready to do their first like little mini whatever up the East Coast run? My advice is, don't think about it. Just do it. And if you can't get booked shows everywhere you want to go, do open mics. Uh, yeah, you might not get paid the first few tours that you do, but you'll meet so many people that you'll eventually start making more connections where you can get paid when you go out on the road. So like first thing I would do is record a CD, like even just an audio CD and have something to sell to get some gas money. Say like you do an open mic, you can still walk around the bar and be like, Hey, I have a CD. It has an hour's worth of comedy on it uh, is $5 gas money to help me get to the next place. And a lot of times you'll sell some and get like 20, 30 bucks, tank of gas, get to the next city, do the same thing. Also sleep in your car. If you're buying hotel rooms, you're probably spending 60 to a hundred dollars a night. And that's probably. Well, stand up comedy is very lucrative. So. Yeah, you can balance that out <laughs> in the end. So what I do is uh, I have my I have a Honda CRV and I bring like some memory foam. I put the seats down in the back. I have a Yeti cooler. I keep ice in, and uh, yeah, at nighttime I just find a Walmart or a truck stop and post up somewhere. I have some reflective stuff I put on the windows to like block out the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've watched videos of people that have like their urban, well, I forget what they, they had a word for it. It was like stealth camping vans and stuff like that. It's like super interesting. And that's one of the things you always see is, you know, something to block out windows for like, well, obviously to keep the sun out if you're trying to sleep, but also so people can't just look in. Yeah. You, know, you don't have, you don't have lot lizards staring into your, I mean, it, it doesn't stop me. Oh yeah. You'll run into meth heads every now and then. Cause you're just at some random Walmart and they're yeah. up at four in the morning. That's their territory. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. This is, this was good. I I know you it didn't have a been. lot of enthusiasm for your band, but guess what? I think I'll be a like Mike fan. Nice. I will. Yeah. Hell yeah. What? Also a good pair of boots. <laughs> you, need for touring? A, you need a good pair of no, boots just, for touring. T- no, just for life. Life, man. Just life. 
that does sound like advice like an, an old codger would impart to you like you need a good <laughs> pair of boots there, son. hey man you think you don't need some boots and then <laughs> once you once you have a nice pair of boots you're like man how did i live without these just when you don't think you'll need boots that's when you'll need boots billy the exactly. wise willig i love it this has been fun what are, what are some plugs what do you have uh i wish i had shows coming up but I'm quarantined. Right. Um, sosh, sosh. What's the sosh, brah? Oh, I'm uh, I'm at Billy Willig on everything. Uh, it's my real name, so it's not a stage name, even <laughs> though it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I'm on Facebook a lot. I post a lot on Facebook. Um, Just send you a friend request. Yeah, man, send me a friend request. <laughs> Uh, I have a email list. You can send me your email. What's your email? Hey, what's your email? Just throw it out there. It's blwillig at gmail.com, man. Send me an email. Blwillig at gmail.com. <laughs> Matt, what, do you have anything? I do. Twitter and Instagram at Matt underscore Regal. Still got the underscore. And there's always that silence Ty, that you? follows. Um, I know. It's awkward. No one likes it. <laughs> You can find me uh, at ty.colgate on Instagram, uh, at tycolgate on Twitter. You probably won't find me, though. That's fine. Uh, I, I did have a show, but... Sh- shadow yeah, but, yeah, but like Billy, I am quarantined. Uh, you can follow the show at Ty and Matt Show on IG and everything fucking else. This has been fun, guys. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Of course, Billy. This Absolutely. has been fun. Have a wonderful night. Bye.